Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, April 21st, we're back. It's National Big Word Day, and it's an exciting day because I think we're going to have some line changes as we go. It's just me and Alex off the hop. How are you? National Big Word Day. You got any big words you want to rattle off? I actually don't have any big words. Was never a big spelling guy growing up, so I'm not really a language arts sort of person, so I, I wouldn't know any big words, unfortunately, for the fans. But uh, yeah, we are uh, we're in playoff mode and we're on the penalty kill. We're really embracing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, just us two today. Yeah, for, the, for for now, for now. It's like a surprise as to when yeah. when the uh, cavalry is going to come in for the rest yeah. of the game. It's like a five which... on three, and we know we're going to be five on four at some point. We don't know if we're <laughs> ever going to get to even strength. There is a match penalty, but they're reviewing like if it's a match penalty or if it's not. And it was taking exactly. too long, so they're like, all right, just start the game. Like yeah. just restart the game and you'll start it on the five on three. Exactly. And then as we decide, we'll let you know. Well, I guess first we got, we got to pour one out for the A's. I think that's the first thing we yeah. got to do. This is, this is a tough day seeing the A's go. You recently visited the Oco. I've been a long time guy saying everybody needs to go see the Oco. And now at this point, I hope the Oco is empty for the next four years while they figure out this Las Vegas thing, because they don't deserve the A's fans. I want that on the record. And le- having three teams leave your town in 10 years is one of the saddest things I think I've ever seen. It's really just like a huge bummer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I, I think like this is cooking, like shaping up to be an unbelievable 30 for 30 one day. Cause this mm-hmm. is just like, I don't think we've ever seen anything like this happen before. Um, but I don't know. I, Oakland clearly was a great sports city for a really long time. And I don't know. I just like you look at the cities. Some of these other teams have moved to you two, two to Las Vegas, one to San Francisco. Those are all like pretty big, pretty big money makers and hubs um, in, in the United States. So, um, yeah, like you said, the the fans, it's definitely not a fans problem. Um, I don't know. Did they do the reverse boycott or were they planning on doing that? I think they were planning on it, but now I would guess that they're not really interested in that. I mean, the A's have such a great history and colors, but I would be kind of offended if they kept the A's if I was if I was a longtime fan. Like that's just kind of disrespectful at that point. Just rebrand, just no, sever I see the what ties. You're like yeah. even though it's probably like the best color set, you keep the color set, but change your name. Don't be the A's let it yeah. die there like if you're keeping yeah. the a's like you keep the raiders and the warriors branding they have such a long-standing history that i feel like it'd be tough to rebrand i feel like they want to they'd want to keep it you know the the a's the las vegas a's but that doesn't sound right it just doesn't no. the las vegas a's i don't know it doesn't sound good so but at the same time i think in the last decade vegas has gotten like like 12 pro sports teams yeah from WNBA to like, I think they have like pro lacrosse now too. They have like everything. It's it's crazy, and they're gonna get an NBA team too. Like that's just inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, it is it is a tough day for sure. The Las Vegas LeBrons. That's what they're gonna get. 
Exactly, the Las Vegas LeBron. So Vegas, uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Just for 10 years ago, they had nothing. Now they have like anything and everything is, is uh, good for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. It sucks. That's the only thing you can really say. It's just and that's three different bummer. owners too, though. This isn't even just like one... Like, cause typically like one guy will own like a couple sports teams in the city. This is like three separate owners all moving. Mm-hmm. And I but don't this know. This guy's clearly the worst though of, out of all of them. Yeah. And I, I don't know anything about, he's, um, he's not that old. I think he's in his early sixties and he's the son of the people who invented gap is yeah. his, uh, how he got his fortune. And seemingly, like you said, like this is again i know literally nothing about oakland bay area politics and how these arena processes went but seemingly this is a problem that uh the the city has to wear a little bit too but also the owner like you said is the worst because he basically just let this happen like he put out the worst teams ever he never tried to renovate that stadium i know the mlb blocked an attempted move to san jose in like 2013 because oh. they said it was in the giants like too close to the giants raw which, but oakland isn't i guess yeah <laughs> exactly that makes literally no sense like that would have been better you know that, at least that's like yeah. somewhat regional yeah but, like going through oakland man like i don't know it's just like they I, need them they need them yeah exactly they, they do and this was kind of their last one and um and now it's all gone that's it's just oh my god i can't imagine something like that happening huge bummer so they're on my hit list forever i'm never never supporting them so i hope they enjoy that they're not getting they're not getting my attention ever again um but yeah no like you said playoff time what's what series what sport has uh captured your attention the hardest which one are you the most locked in on i don't know kind of all of them actually i think i've been like spreading around my attention evenly between both sports, maybe a bit more NBA, but um, I've been watching a decent amount of hockey too. Um, I mean, we could talk about the game yesterday that you went to. Like I watched, I watched, uh, I'd say probably both periods. Good, good for the oil tying it up, man. How was it? Dude, it was lit. I, I took the trip up and it, well, it's actually been, a, it's the rec- recovery is hitting me a little harder. Yeah. I have, yeah. I'm, I'm on the halls today cause I've had a voice, uh, bit of a voice issue getting yeah. up getting the words going has been a bit of a struggle all day trying to rev the engine and then i had some korean food for lunch and it's just giving me the worst sickness of all time so oh so get, getting the energy back from the oilers game has been difficult but it was a great time and if owen was here i would you know put the pressure on him to share where he's been for the last yeah. two oilers games because seemingly he's been happy to support the team which is fine he can go ahead and do that all he wants but i just want him to acknowledge it that's all but well he like might still said, be at ice district he literally might still know. be there he might not have made it home he might li- like literally just be dead at ice district right now yeah, and nobody exactly. knows just no waiting fun. for game five <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be at the watch party outdoor for game three exactly. on friday night so yeah I, he's become a bit of a fan which is nice but the series is um I, I don't want to say this, but I just think we're I just think we're better, and I don't I think that we've had some pretty bad lapses in our uh, yeah. in our own end for time to time from time to time, and they really outside of that we haven't given them like any opportunities to score. I think we've yeah. suppressed them like in that third period yesterday when they they I don't think they had a quality chance the entire period, and it was a two two three two game. So 
I feel pretty good, all yeah. things considered. Yeah, that was probably a more complete game. And then I think the difference was that the laps happened. The laps happened in the second period, like mid, like end of the second period, as opposed to it happening end of the third period, um, which is what happened the last game in game one. So, um, and then obviously you guys came out strong in the third. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's been an interesting series so far. Like the whole matchup game, I thought it's been pretty interesting, and, and Drysaddle's carrying. So good, so good. So it's been a, it's been a really good series. I think I think the Kings have at least one more win in them. I don't know if I don't know if they can push it to seven games, but I'd expect them to win one more. Um, and then yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. McDavid's been like pretty quiet for his standards, just one point in two games. But um, I know he started the series off slow last year too, and then and then turned yeah. it up. So um, I feel like he'll have some some strong games in LA here. Yeah, I think so too. And like you think of all the things the others have. The others have spent three minutes on the power play and the Kings have spent 15 and that's gone against them pretty well. That's going to even out. McDavid hasn't shown up yet. That's going to come around like to win games or, and, and keep that other one close where uh, the goal scores were costing and Ryan, like you really couldn't ask for a better win. And yeah. I have a, like Skinner should have had the two goals in game two, but yeah. at the same time, you know, guy, you, you know, you give up two, you should win that game, and they did. So I, I don't want to get on him too much because he made the saves otherwise. So obviously, you'd like to have him back, but it is what it is. No, yeah, play yeah. playoff hockey really gets the best crowds out. Honestly, it's exactly. the Kings that were the yeah. closest to like an NHL playoff game. I think out of all the NBA, um, out of all the NBA games, because like even um, I, I honestly kind of find it disappointing. Like I think the Suns haven't done it. I think um. There's a few teams that like I need you to get all the fans wearing the same freaking colored shirt, man. Mm-hmm. Don't this isn't like because then it just looks like a regular season game. Or I guess maybe the fans just choose not to wear the wear the shirts that are provided at the game. I think it's so stupid. I don't know why you wouldn't want to wear that. I think it's like the coolest thing ever. Um, so but yeah, like I said, I think the Kings have been doing an unbelievable job. Sacramento is like the only show. The, the Kings are the only show in town, so the people are going to turn up. Like same, yeah. that's the, the case for a lot of these hockey cities. Like, I mean, Toronto has other teams, but like it's the Leafs and everybody else, and Edmonton yeah. obviously only has the Oilers. Like, the, and that you know relates to the A's and how much of a bummer that is because they could have captivated that market to the same way. But I think in terms of playoff giveaway items, number one is the towel. I think you got to go towel number one. It be, because you can hang it up. It has the date on it. Like it looks cool. Looks like, it's and cool it's like light. the cheapest and the easiest, I think, for the team to provide too. Yeah, I think so. I, I yeah. well, there is one thing that's cheaper, but the shirts I got it too because a lot of the times, like you know, guys are different sizes. You know, you, not yeah. everybody's squeezing into the large. Like, yeah, there's some problems with the shirts, but when everybody is wearing the shirt, like you say, it's sick. Like when it's a blackout or a whiteout, that's fire. Well, I remember like a few years back in the like KD Westbrook OKC days, OKC oh. would have like different blocks. Like each one section would be white, one section would be blue, one section would be white, and it would just be like a checkered white and blue arena. And it was so sick because the OKC fans are diehards as well, just because like you said, it's almost like an Oakland situation there, kind of like smaller, smaller city, only show in town, and they're diehards for their team. So everyone was wearing it, and it was like the cleanest, cleanest setup I think I've seen ever. Yes, those were fire days. I remember it so well, dude. I think one year they did it with orange too. Like the, yeah. they they did it right when they were like mm-hmm. in their heyday, which 
is fire. So the shirts are too. They're not last, far from being back in it soon. Exactly. They're yeah. like knocking on the door. But the number one worst thing you can give away is a, a, and only one team does this, is a stringy orange pom-pom. That's the number one worst thing. That was I he. It, that was they're he. so bad. It, you like touch them and they'll fall apart. Like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. They're like tied to, the whole thing like hinges on this zip tie working. And oh, if it boy. doesn't work, it's going to blow up. So it's just string <laughs> everywhere. But that's the number one worst. It's so cheap. And it's like, it, you can tell they just ordered like a million. And they're like, good, we'll have them for like five years. So like yeah. whenever we play, because there's no dates on them or anything. It's just like <laughs> an orange bomb pop. So that's Wrong. the number one woe. But I towels are, towels are money. But yeah. no, we can do the Kings because we're there. I mean, they're playing game three tonight, so kind of a lot hinges on that. But we could do our dream on suspension stuff because I yeah. don't understand how anybody thinks that's not a suspendable play. If you disagree, I don't really know what to tell you. He curb stomped him in the chest. So I, 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 this- I, I'm honestly behooved. I'm so confused. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm missing anything, if I'm being honest. Um, he didn't have to stomp on him. There's literally any other way to, like, move around him or even if he did step on his chest you don't have to bring your leg up and bring it down with like a brunt (laughs) force um and i get the sabonis and i get the sabonis grabbed his leg thing but people are acting like sabonis was um doing the crocodile or the alligator freaking spin trying to like rip his ankle off you know what i mean um and then i don't know the warriors just they're so full of themselves like clay saying like oh draymond was running at full speed Full speed? What are you talking about? There's like three guys already in the front court by the by the time Draymond was there. Like, it was a joke. And then lots of people, I'm seeing lots of people saying like, well, you know, the NBA said that he's a past offender and then that played a, that played a part into him getting a suspension. And yeah, it should. It, it, it completely should. Because if you're a past, past offender, I think the suspension should be much bigger because you're literally not learning from any of your past mistakes. Repeat offender. Like, I mean, that's kind of how the justice system works, no? Like, you know, you keep <laughs> doing stupid shit. You're just going to keep get, getting yourself in, in trouble for longer. I don't know why people are having such a hard time understanding that. They're like, well, it's not fair to bring his past. His past is is horrible. He, he, he's, you know, I get like the stuff when he was like younger and, and battling with LeBron and stuff. But, you know, he should be much more mature in learning from these mistakes. And he's clearly not. So I think he should be punished for them. And the thing is, like, the Warriors complaining about this also doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, if you had, like, taught him a little bit better, (laughs) these things would never happen. Like, if you, like, told him it was important for him to keep his composure eight, nine, ten years ago, these problems wouldn't have kept occurring, which, I mean. Exactly. And the Warriors have never invested in ever trying to tone him down. The Warriors, every time this happens with Draymond, they go, well, that's Draymond. That's how he's wired. That's how it works. So you have to live with that consequence then. If you're willing yes. to to risk you know, him being like that, and sure, that can swing a game for you. It can get the guys fired up. But you, 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 have, to, you have to play it both ways. It's, it's, you can't, you know, like they're expecting him to be just borderline like assaulting people on the court without any repercussions. It's a joke. You know, and, and if you do ripped. want him, and if you do want him breaking Sabonis's ribs, sure, but like expect a suspension. His career has been defined by him playing on the edges like this, and I feel like at least half of his years he's had sixteen techs. 
Like, yeah. And he's had technical suspensions or he's hit close to that. He obviously had the too many technical suspension in the playoffs that got him out of game five, which is still insane to me that people complain about because yeah. it was an accumulation of behavior that got him suspended. It wasn't one incident. He kicked Steven Adams in the groin in that and said and tried to defend it as a basketball play when he yeah. when he scissor kicked a guy in the groin. I don't understand that it's it, it, you want him to live by a completely different standard and everybody just say Draymond being Draymond. It just doesn't, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And them saying they've handed this series to the Kings by the, it's like, no, they, no, they have no, not, bro. No, you're you're going home for a round home. one series. Exactly. It's so annoying, man. And, I, and I really, a, they are really full here. of themselves. Ramona Shelburne came out with, with a quote from like a, not like a Warriors team source. They said, we are livid. We paid the price already when Green was ejected in game two. Okay. I mean, I they're acting like as if like, sure, we'll take the we'll take him getting ejected, but maybe he shouldn't have even gotten ejected. Like they're crazy. And then they go, we get that, no problem there. But this suspension was unnecessary. What are you talking about? You, like you have to understand, you have to set the precedent now. You have to set the standard now. Because mm-hmm. then you're just gonna get everybody doing this. Like I don't, I don't understand that. And like you said, to your point with the 16 techs, it's a freaking accumulation of technical fouls. Like, what do you not yeah. understand? If if we're just gonna not care about your accumulation of technical fouls, and we're just gonna get a much rougher game, guys are gonna get hurt more. Like, I don't know. If if we want to do that, then let's just do that. Let's just not right. have any regard for your past history. Let's not accumulate any text or flagrants. And then let's just play a dirtier brand of basketball. If you want to go back to the 80s, let's go back to the 80s. You know and what I mean? What made what, I, Exactly. And what made it worse is they've got this, they did that stuff about Sabonis is, is using the ball as a weapon. And oh. it's just, it's just first so of all, full of themselves. First of all, if you watched any Kings basketball, Kings basketball. If you watch Sabonis at all this season, you'd know that he always plays like that. But um, you have Kevon Looney going and literally like debunking everything they say they said by going like, um, nah, he's just like a good basketball player. Like that's that's how yeah. everybody plays. Like I don't know why they're saying he's using a ball as a weapon. What are you talking about? It's just like that's how we play. I, he plays a maybe a bit on the edge. I'd say sometimes just because he uses his elbows. I'd say a bit more and he uses his body well, but. He's not. He's not in te- going intentionally to hurt anyone. Like I think it's no. it's a joke. And look at your own players. What the hell's Draymond? Draymond's using his everything as a weapon. Like yeah, he's using his foot as a club. And they're like, yes. no, no, no. Sabonis using the ball to like put it into a guy's body is way too far. Yeah. I also like the, their fans tweeting the video of him doing the chest bump afterwards. And they're like, you mean to tell me he has a chest injury? He's doing a chest bump. It's like aha, <laughs> smoking gun. No, it's uh, it just looks like Draymond runs the place because when he walked over to the bench and got up on the chair and was yelling, like everyone was just crickets. Like no one, no one went up to tell him anything. It's 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 a joke. It, lo- it looks like he runs the team. Yes, so, and, and a couple of things that you said earlier that we could tie this back into. For one, I wanted to say that um, his it's one thing if he steps on him, right, and then he like he's like oh. Like he tried to grab my leg. Like, I'm sorry that it looked that way. It's another thing to do it. Heel click after you do it, run back to the bench, scream at the fans, wander around like literally like an insane homeless person at half court and then just leave. That's that's just completely showing no remorse. I agree. 
exactly. He could have done the exact same thing. I think stomp with the exact as much force as he did or whatever. But if you would have went up to him and like, yo, sorry, not made a whole like circus show out of it by like running around the court. Like he was like hyped up that mm-hmm. that he that he could have hurt him, which is I and I don't know why we're like anyone is surprised about the suspension. It it's, doesn't it's, make it's, any it's, sense. It's, it's it's honestly kind of gross to watch. Like you step on a guy's freaking rib and then you go around the court running and like you're super hot. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was honestly disappointing. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned as we get one on the change, we're back to five. Yeah, on here four. we go. Five on four. Raw. And but I think we got a match penalty, though, Phil. <laughs> I think Owen actually got a red before the yeah. show even began. Yeah. A, yeah. a, a too many uh, naps red. But yeah. uh, you mentioned setting a precedent. The interesting part for this is going to be what happens with Embiid now that we've seen this yeah. kick that he gave to Claxton and he got a flagrant one and stayed in the game. And if the NBA is really about it and they don't, well, maybe not about it. If they don't want to hear the Warriors moan for the next week, they should probably suspend Embiid for one game and just call I it. Think, I think all these plays are, are, are honestly suspendable. I don't, I, I don't know why Embiid had to raise his leg and kick him in the groin. I don't get it. Yeah. Because honestly, then let's just have everybody do that. You know what I mean? Anytime yeah. there's anything, just have everybody do that. You know what I mean? So it's either like you're going to let it slide or you're not going to let it slide. Like, I just think you have to let these guys know that's like unacceptable. Like behave like an adult. There you should know? be a stronger discipline system in place, in my opinion, for these mm-hmm. type of incidents. And the fact yeah. that they've let it get to the point where somebody can stomp on somebody in the rib and then it's the three days of he shouldn't be suspended because of X, Y, and Z. It's just, that's just exactly. jumping the shark a little too much. <laughs> Your boy Jordan Poole is turning into uh, quite the character, I would say. I, I saw Kevin O'Connor said he's just not a good basketball player and he has no hope for him. I do find it funny that he's just turned into like a giant, giant whipping boy for everybody. And, and him like standing there like smiling when Draymond getting ejected was top, top quality stuff. I uh, I I do agree. I think Jordan Poole's a, a bad basketball player. I think um, I wouldn't want to have him on my team. I think he's more of a like, I don't know. He just gives me a lot of like Jalen Green vibes. Just fucking <laughs> let me see if I can get these like thirty points and not make anyone else around him better. Um, like watching him in that game a few weeks ago live, he's just all over the place. Can't control the ball. Like has no has no sense of composure he's tough to watch at times and I love Fox making fun of him for like fishing for fouls and just like acting. I thought that was really good because you know, you touch Jordan pool and he'll do a front flip every time, every time he's bringing his legs up, falling this, that waving his arms around. And I, and I think it's a horrible contract for someone, you know, being your, he's not even, I think the first option off the bench. It's uh so I, I I just don't think he brings that much to the team. I know he had some hot games last year and kind of got that contract. But man, I I don't know if I was the Warriors, I might have waited that. I would have bit and seen if I could have done something else. But if I can add, there's just a lot of question marks about these you know supposed really good NBA players that maybe aren't very good NBA players. There's a lot of Trey Young hate going around saying you know Hawks like would they even get a lot for Trey Young? Are they better without Trey Young? Um, because I think the stats say they're actually better when he's off the floor and when DeJounte Murray's running the running the offense. Um, you look at Morant and the Grizzlies, huge win yesterday. 
Um, you know, lots of people are saying the Grizzlies are better without Morant. So it is interesting. I think there's a little bit something there, just a little bit. I'm not saying that these guys, you know, suck and aren't worthy of, you know, being on a, you know, our number one guys, but it's interesting. I don't know. There's a little nugget there. I think there, I think there's something to that. And our boy Colin chimed in with a huge take. I don't know if you saw it, but he said they're a better team without jaw. He's not a great basketball player. He's a great scorer, which is raw because you know, Colin tuned in for exactly like three minutes of Instagram highlights yeah. and then came to that yeah. take. And then watch we- like USC football spring highlights. Yeah, exactly. Well, priorities. You got to figure out what uh, Lincoln yeah. Riley's running in uh, March. But I do love these takes. And I think the Trey Young one, I think seamless comparison, he's like evolutionary Rudy Gay, where it's like, mm. really, what are, you, what are you doing if you've got Rudy Gay as the best player on the Raptors and the Grizz? Like maybe... <laughs> Maybe you'd be better off just assigning his shots to somewhere else. And he seems like just kind of, I loved his comments after the second game where he was like, well, like we're, we're in a hole, but it's nowhere we haven't been before. It's like, Oh, really? No sense of urgency. Okay. That's good. Well, yeah. He's like laughing post game. He's having a good time. So all I'm saying is, I don't know if Trey Young's the guy I'd want to build my team around. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And even if I did have like a star, I don't know if I want to bring Trey Young to be that second guy. And I think that's going to be a popular thing when he's available for trade and nobody really sends an offer because I think a lot of people agree with you. Like, where are you really going if you've got him taking 20 shots a night? And there was a good point as well. They were saying, you know, Trey Young, three-point shooter. He's not a really good three-point shooter, actually, when you look at it. He shoots like 30-something percent. Like, I need need more from you because everyone's just like, well, he's he's Steph Curry 2.0. No, not really. Not really at all. And the year that he made his famous run through the playoffs, he beat the Knicks in five, the Julius Randle Knicks with no Brunson yeah. and Ben Simmons. That, that's yeah. his uh, playoff exactly. resume, his stellar yeah. playoff resume. So that's interesting as well. I do. We do also got to shout out our boy Dylan Brooks. I mean, there's no, there's no rock way star. to say it. He is a rock star, like you say, rocking the DB chain and then going up there and saying about LeBron, he's old. I'll, I'll poke bears. I don't respect anybody till they put 40 on me. That's just a fire thing to say. And I love, I, I'm literally, I'm getting in the Jersey game. I think I'm going to go on DH gate on the weekend and, and get a nice DB, dude. I'm like you said, I think I kind of want to get the DB chain. <laughs> Cause I think the DB chain uh, is fresh. It looks good. I don't know how much he dropped on that, but He's a little, he looks a little like anti, anti old people. That's kind of like, do you think he's just like, what does he say to his grandparents? You guys are old. (laughs) I'll respect you when you drop 40 on me. Like what? He really is kind of like a WWE guy though, because his delivery on that was like perfect. It was like, he didn't even break character once and his outfit was just ridiculous. He's just a perfect heel. He's an all time Mm -hmm. troll. So I, mm-hmm. I don't see how people can continue to hate on him. He's just, he's the goat. I think LeBron also called him a bum, which was, <laughs> which was just a great video. I really enjoyed that clip. But yeah. as we mentioned, five on four, Adam's in the game. What's up, dude? National Big Word Day. National Big Word Day. That's a tough one to comment on. I, I don't know how much I can contribute there, but um, do you have to say I was confused when I clicked the link and I joined and there was just the two of you. 
yeah. after reading the uh, the messages of us trying to work around Owen's basketball schedule and everything. It's yeah, kind of tough to not see him here. You know, I I would have loved to have slept a little bit more. You know, I was up six driving back from Edmonton this morning, but I guess it is what it is. Any, I guess, no word from him. I'm assuming. No, yeah, two, uh, call. we called him twice as well. I called him once. Phil called him oh, once. Oh, two so. calls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's schnoozing. I think he's out big time. We we do have a bit of a problem with this Kraken situation. I think we should talk about this. The, there's a chance it. when the people are hearing this that they will be up two nothing, and subsequently, I mean, we know what we know what happens if the Kraken win two games. Like I. I'm I'm in a world of hurt if that happens. Adam, did you listen to that part of the last show? Are you aware of? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm aware. So, are you equally as baffled as me as to like what I was gaining from making that? Was it just, like I don't really understand looking back on it? What I think you were, I was trying to accomplish. Yeah, I guess you weren't really. You were gaining like some extra extra weight behind your takes because when you make a take that big and it hits then it feels a little better then you can be like i'm the guy who put my pants on the line you know i I think that was kind of what i was hoping for (laughs) but i never really envisioned a scenario where they were going to go in and steal game one that just wasn't (laughs) it just wasn't really on my list but i think if i'm right that bad like no, like they, they I, learned, <laughs> I guess I, not. <laughs> I learned after the fact that they actually swept the season series against the Avalanche. Oh, that was oh good. <laughs> so, and the deal was two games, right? Yeah, if they win one more, oh, it's man, it's time. Well, I, I don't want to be the loophole police, but you did say. You did say if the series goes to six games. So if they win in five or if they win in four, technically you wouldn't have to do it by contract. No, I'm a man. But of morally, honor. that would be wrong. Yeah, I'm a man of honor. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know where this is going, though. Like I, like, I saw where this was going the other night. I actually texted Owen about this. I said... This is all headed towards like Kings in six, Maple Leafs in five, Kraken in four. And it's just like the worst month of my life. Like there's a chance. Oh, that would be awful. I know. I know. Wow. And it's like literally I'm expecting them to win tonight. (laughs) And then I'm just going to have to do this video. (laughs) This is the rawest video ever. (laughs) Man. Man, huh. yeah, I didn't. I wasn't expecting it either. I didn't really watch much of the game, um, but man, hopefully, uh, for Phil's sake, the Nate Dog can just rip like four in a row, because that's what that's what they'll have to do. They can't lose any of the next four. <laughs> I should have made it if they won the series. That was, but you had to stand for something, and it, standing yeah. for a five game best was because uh, you were confident too. You know what I mean? Well, my original th- saying was, if they win a game, I'll do it. And thank yeah. God I didn't. And then do we're that. like, okay, we'll do two. <laughs> oh man! This and yeah, it's not looking good because the Leafs are just dog walking the 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 Lightning right now, six one. Yeah, but they're the Leafs, so it's all good. But they're the Leafs, so I'm, I'm not too concerned about that. We're also, I mean, you mentioned the Maple Leafs and the Kings and 
the Kraken, and then there's also your favorite soccer team playing next week, which oh boy, could also go poorly. It's I've already accepted. Week. Yeah, I've already defected. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. I know what's going to happen next week. I've accepted that one. That one's fine. That that one won't hurt me. The ones that will hurt me are the Leafs and the and the Kings if it happens. But I don't think it will. But Adam, you've been out the game for a week, dude. So like, what what sports thing do you want to talk about, or what life thing do you want to talk about? Like, what have you been up to? What have you been looking out for? Um, new haircut. Yeah, new well, haircut. What, Who did? What if I missed? You guys just went over NBA. I'm guessing. Yeah, we talked some Oilers at the start too, and the in the A's just hockey and basketball really. What happened with the A's? Can you fill me in? I mean, you might have to just listen to the start of the show. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> Otherwise, um, we're just restarting the loop. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of want to talk about uh, Coachella. Good, good. Oh, good. <laughs> this is what I wanted to talk about, too. <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the notes and I got fired up. So, I mean... <laughs> I, I'm not like a I'm not a Coachella guy and I'm not a like Frank Ocean. I mean, I, I think Frank Ocean makes good music, but I'm not like, you know, like I'm not a Frank Ocean guy. But my entire like social media is just Frank Ocean and Coachella like spammed over and over again. And like the seven different conspiracy theories of what happened. And, you know, I thought it would be a good discussion. Well, I know what he's going to say. But I haven't heard Alex's direct take on the situation, so I want to just go to him right away. I think it's I think it's egregious. I think it's uh, the whole situation <laughs> is is awful. You know these these artists. I just don't think they really respect their fans. Um, Frank had months and months and months and months to cancel to choose not to perform and i just think these guys i think any any it's not just frank i think lots of these artists just have they're not really being held accountable for anything you know you could pay thousands of dollars to go see somebody and they could just lay on stage and not sing and sleep um and then they still kind of spin it in a well that's his version of art that's how he expresses himself that's this that's that it's like yeah but i'm actually paying for you to perform and you just kind of like dancing around on stage and not really trying to sing and then walking back and not seeing you. And I think he was out there for like 15 minutes. Total was stupid. I think him delaying the set, um, he also might have done that on purpose so he could get to curfew as, 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 as fast as possible. I think he performed for 45 minutes and he was an hour late. So um, I think he knew that he'd hit curfew. So if he just came late and and I don't know, it's just like these fans of major career do, you know? And like, yeah. this is how you, this is how you treat them clearly didn't want to perform. And I get that's fine. You don't have to perform, but I just think you have to be held more accountable. Um, and I don't know. I think it's a, it's so a bad, bad rep. So that's your take on the, the OG situation. What about the, uh, like him getting listed as out for, for the rest of the, well, I think he pulled himself that he out, right? rolled his ankle or whatever it was. I mean, I don't care if you rolled your ankle. It doesn't matter. Just sit in a chair and sing, bro. Like, so this one guy sing. on Twitter say, I mean, you could lay in a, you could lay in a stretcher and sing. That's all people want to see. Just perform. Just sing. Put the mic to your to your mouth and sing. That's all people wanted wanted to wanted to see. Wanted to hear. So the rolling the ankle part is an, is a poor excuse. Like you're not yeah. you're not playing linebacker. You you're, you're just not playing cords. You're not fucking like Rosalie out there, like doing like crazy dances and shit. Like you're Frank Ocean, my guy. You 
R&B singer. There's no crazy choreographies. Just sit on a chair and sing, okay? Sits, <laughs> you know, and if he really wanted to, he could. If he really wanted to, he could. Clearly, his fans aren't that important to him, so it's fine. I get the whole thing with his brother, you know, passing away. Um, I think that was like two years ago. Coachella was their favorite set, this, that. But you knew all of this. And if you weren't comfortable, you know, performing at Coachella, you should have made a, a decision. You know what? Like, you're an adult. You need to you need to be held accountable for some of these things. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm like full retweet. And I think what makes me the most upset is it's like his fans are are loons because he hasn't released music in what? Since we were what, 15, 16? Yeah. He hasn't come out with anything since then. So if you're singles, traveling to like, see him in really. 2023, bro, you're like you're still like buzzing off that high from 2016, 420, that high. So whatever he does, you're probably going to spin in a way where it's like, yup, Frank Ocean did it again. <laughs> what a performance. And that what, that's what pisses me off the most is it's like I see people who went and they're so brainwashed that they're like, what a performance, like what an artist, what a vision. It's like, no, dude, he's just lazy and like tried to scam yeah. them. That's that's yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I think it's I think it's silly. But I mean, look, man, if you want to spend like a, a grand and, you know, go watch 10 minutes of Frank Ocean, be my guest. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. couldn't be me. Adam, did you want to get a takeout? No, that was kind of similar to my take like i i saw a lot of people talk about like oh this sucks like we're all leaving early and i was like respect and then you see like the odd person who's like man frank ocean just has a different way of you know <laughs> this is why this is why it costs so much it's just the way he approaches art is so different and it's like really i i actually in my brain i actually can't believe that he has fans like he hasn't made music in like seven years i don't understand what kind of person you have to be to call yourself a frank ocean like diehard it's like if cam noon never played again since the 2016 season and i still talked about like how good <laughs> cam noon was yeah it, it makes no sense i don't get it alex finding that bieber gem was just the funniest thing I've ever seen where he he found out that he too could scam his fans and decided that he would hype up Frank Ocean's performance. That was just raw. <laughs> there was, um, I did, you know, Jalen Hurts sign, whatever, but we really, I, I'm kind of upset that nobody, you know, congratulated me on landing a true proven wide receiver one. Alan Robinson, baby. I did, I did actually. You can't Thank say you. I didn't. I did personally text Phil and said, congrats on the wide receiver one. I I really appreciate that. It was a huge yeah. deal. Um, when when you get the notification, Pittsburgh Steelers are acquiring, and then you open it up. Like a lot of the times you have like, oh, like, oh, sh Lamar? Like, do we? Yeah, do it we like cuts off the dot, yeah. dot, dot. Like you got to like open it up and get excited and see. And, you know, I had a couple names like Aaron Donald played at Pitt. Like maybe we, you know, got him to beef yeah. up the line. Like, you know, thoughts race through your mind. Maybe Justin Fields, my boy, the Bears, like, you know, they're going to draft a quarterback. Like what's it going to be? But when you see Allen Robinson, like it's all worth it. You know, that's a guy been there and done it all. And boys with yeah. backup quarterback Mitch. So they've mm. already got that chemistry, that connection. I'm over them. Exactly. Moon safe to say i'm i'm curious if we're still gonna use the like you know wait till you see alan robinson on his new team oh we like, are i think we should yeah <laughs> okay. i think we should 
Okay, good. I'm think, making sure on the like, yeah. I'm I'm definitely taking him. What third round in fantasy? Fourth, maybe a little early. Well, too bad. I'm getting him in too. So okay. <laughs> I but we're doing place beyond the pines on Monday. I have, hopefully right. Owen shows up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> the the we can't do it at eight. We got to do it at six, and then just bombing a no show, and then no response. Do you think he's going to his <laughs> basketball game? Oh, he's got an alarm for seven thirty. Oh, there's no way he's missing that. Probably. <laughs> yeah, like people at the basketball game are probably expecting him to be there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, he told him he was like going to be there. Yeah, if people are expecting you, like at a certain time, then obviously you're going to be there. Tough scene. You hate to see it, but nonetheless, but ten. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the five on four, it's a ten. Yeah, no doubt about that. We killed the penalty, dude. We we actually got oh, yeah. four shorthanded goals. Like Adam coming in was like the Mario Bros. Um, thing they play <laughs> when the guy comes out of the box. The do no no no. Like, it was a sick power up. So little power up, yeah. Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. It was like when you get the extra attacker out the box and you hit him for the breakaway, and he goes exactly. in and scores with. Can you tell me what happened to the A's? <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, we'll be back Monday. Place Beyond the Pines playoffs. Have either of you gone a uh, early look at Place Beyond the Pines? Or are we still in the dark here? I'm in the dark. I'm in the pines. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not beyond the pines. I'm in the pines. I'm also in the pines. Anyway, yeah. Notice how we didn't talk about Trey Lance because nobody cares. Nobody. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody at all. Not even Trey Lance. So yeah. Won't be talking about that on Monday, but playoffs and other things. So we'll be back then.